Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 20. Today, we're going to talk about Tenet. Christopher Nolan uh, sci-fi-esque espionage thriller. And uh, so this movie was a big uh, what's what because of the way it was released. And, you know, I felt like I was constantly hearing something about Tenet, right? Like, oh, Tenet's going to be in theaters again or Tenet's going to do this. And mm-hmm. uh, but then finally we get it on video on demand and blu-ray so i'm glad i was able to see it uh knee-jerk reaction is that i liked it Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of mine i i really liked it i don't know if i loved it but um i really liked it yeah i was kind of worried because when it when it came out or whenever critics were able to see it um a lot of the reviews were, I mean, I didn't read any reviews. I just saw like headlines that say, you know, tenant releases with mixed reviews or mixed reviews for tenant or something. Yeah. So my excitement kind of went down a point or two, because sometimes that's not a good sign. Um, and sometimes it doesn't matter. You know, you like what you like. Um, so yeah, I was kind of, um, intrigued to jump into it and I still until last night, I hadn't seen any trailer, didn't know what the movie was about. Um, the only thing I knew was it was a Christopher Nolan movie that had Robert Pattinson and um, Denzel's son. Is it John Washington? I forget his name. But um, I just knew that they were in it. And I knew that I had a vague notion that I had to do with time, which, mm-hmm. you know, for a Nolan movie, that's not too much of a plot spoiler. I think he he messes with time a lot. Hey, Kitty. Um, so I kind of went in pretty fresh. And yeah, I really liked it. There's some things I didn't like, but I think overall I enjoyed my two and a half hours with it. Right on. Um, yeah, I did. That is that. That's Denzel's son, the, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the character in this movie, apparently. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I was a fan of that. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I watched the special features that we never got his name, mm-hmm. and the, like they keep talking about the protagonist. I was like, is that that's the character's name? That's weird. Yeah, when he he says it a few times, and every time I said it, I'm like, that's a little on the nose, <laughs> don't you think? But uh, yeah, I guess it's just his name in the, in the movie. Uh, John David Washington. That's his name. But yeah. He was, that guy was good. I liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, he must not have done much before this, because I've never seen him before. and So that's it's nice to have someone that is good, but you don't know. Yeah. Usually when, yeah. You, usually when you don't know somebody, it's not... I don't, I don't know. It doesn't feel very good. But- I, I'd seen him in a couple things. I saw. I started watching the HBO show uh, Ballers. Not a great show, but uh, he's in it. And I think, oh, he was also in um, Spike Lee's Black Klansman. He was the main character. So I've seen him a few times. Um, okay. But I think this is definitely his, his probably big biggest movie he's done. Yeah, he was pretty. He seemed like a pretty good like James Bond type character. Mm-hmm. he's charismatic and uh makes you like him by the yeah. end you're definitely definitely rooting for him um so what about that beginning man we were just talking about the other day uh that beginning of this movie is one of the epic movie beginnings of all time it, it, 
it reminded me of Dark Knight. He just go into this crazy awesome set piece to mm-hmm. start it off, which is a kind of a dangerous thing to do because it can make the rest of your movie seem boring. Yeah. When you when you do that. But obviously the ending is crazy too. So it's kind of bookends the whole movie with these crazy set pieces. I think I might like the beginning set piece more than the very end, but Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, the the opening like first seven minutes or so are so engrossing and it just sucks you right in. You don't I don't even know what the fuck happened. Um Yeah. <laughs> well it's funny, I don't know if you had this issue, but the the audio mix on the Blu-ray felt weird in, in the sense that I think all of the noises overpowered dialogue. So I think for the first 30 minutes of this movie, it was hard to understand what people were saying. And I actually yeah. ended up watching the rest of the movie with subtitles. I had to like grab the remote and watch the movie with subtitles. Um, but yeah, I had no idea what the fuck he was doing. He was there to grab somebody and didn't go well. I don't know. But anyways, regardless, uh, yeah, the first five to seven minutes is really, really good. And the score just fucking yeah, booming in and gets you right in. Yeah, <clears throat> scores there to obliterate any dialogue you may need to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It was so sick. It just immediately starts when they're like, "Wake the American!" You know, they got the. I don't know what was. Obviously, they're in like Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like some orchestra, and it's like a terrorist attack on it, on this amphitheater, and. uh the Russian like SWAT pulls up and they're already there in a van waiting and they see the SWAT pull out. So they know who's there. So they, they have all these like SWAT patches and they pick the appropriate patch and put it on there. Uh, it was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were from what I get is originally he was CIA. It's this movie. First of all, is why we're saying, I think, because this movie's plot is fucking ridiculous. I can't make heads or tails of it. Really, yeah. I kind of I think I have a grasp on it now that I've watched it twice and watched the making of uh, features in the Blu-ray. But man, it's I thought Inception was bad or not bad, but it's good. I like having these questions about a movie. It makes it mm-hmm. pretty, pretty cool. But I thought Inception was crazy. But I feel like I grasp Inception pretty damn well compared to this. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. And so what I get is when he was CIA and he's there because he goes into that room and talks to that guy and he says the code word and the guy says it back and he says, you've been made. So I think someone just found out this undercover guy was who he was. So they had to extract him. And then they're just find out these terrorists weren't there to do that. They were there to get what, what the heck were those inventions called that they're getting the whole thing movie? Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember what they were, what they called them. The like whatever the eight nine pieces yeah. for that guy to get. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, they had to get that. Apparently, they're there for a piece or something, and to kill everyone for some reason. And then he gets like captured, and they're pulling out his teeth next in the train yard. That was a pretty cool scene. I liked that. And uh, turns out that that was just a test by this government agency like the train was the other part was a real event yeah and then the, the, they captured him at the end of his mission when everyone on everyone else on his mission died so that's kind of fucked up you're there and you take this guy away but the cia mission failed mm-hmm. and anyways and he's like he decides to kill himself 
rather than uh, fold while getting his teeth pulled. And so that gets you in, buddy. You did it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you guys pulled out my teeth. He's like, yeah, but we fixed them. <laughs> Come on, man. Got some nice pearlies in there. Yeah. Uh, plot is just nuts. Um, and then like the, the sound mix, like you said, I've heard it was a, it's a bit a problem with the, the mix of the movie, not necessarily mm-hmm. the, the Blu-ray, but <clears throat> you wouldn't notice it as much in a theater because it's so loud that you're going to yeah. hear, you're going to hear the talking, but yeah, it was a bit overwhelming. I had to crank up my sound system so loud. Je- Jesse was pissed. And because I wanted to hear everything, but it was a ride to watch this movie, like with my ass rumbling from my sub. Like, yeah. dude, it was awesome. I loved it. Like the plane <laughs> wrecking into the building and then that crazy score. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awesome. Loved it. Yeah, there's some really cool set pieces. And there is a moment when I was watching it last night, I kind of, you know, chuckled under my breath because. <laughs> This movie not only has one heist planning montage, it has two heist planning montages, you know, and to elaborate, if people don't know kind of what I'm talking about, but, you know, in the heist movie, you always have those heist montages where the characters are sitting around a table or they're on location scouting the heist and they're just talking about what they're going to do. And yeah, most movies have one (laughs) and they have the heist. This movie has two of those scenes. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, damn, yeah. we're doing two of these heists. That heist? Uh, damn. Wait, what's this? What are the two heists in? The one the, is the... Is the paint at the airport with the painting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the second one is uh, to extract the 24... 20, what was it? 241? 241. Whatever that little plutonium thing was yeah. in the, on the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one very much reminded me of, like, Dark Knight. That mm-hmm. heist... Like all of his, uh, I don't know, just it read like that to me. It read like something that Batmobile would do or some crazy set piece he would have in one of those movies. He always has them, but I don't know why, but I love Batman, so it just flew in my head. Uh, That first heist, man, with the the paintings and stuff, dude, that Mm -hmm. was sick. That was cool. I I love that scene. And then, like I was saying to you, I have a so much more appreciation for the way this is filmed after watching the making of, because they have to, they have to film the protagonist going forward. They have to film the protagonist doing the whole thing going backwards. And when I say going backwards, they're not filming it backwards. They know the choreography and they trained the actor to do it backwards in real life. So they could get a kind of cool effect by reversing that because it's already going backwards. And so forwards, backwards, and I think, uh, and then you got to do forwards and backwards for the other character because mm-hmm. some of these characters are in the scene twice and we don't know, but they are. And uh, so that was pretty freaking awesome. And it looks, the fights look pretty sweet. Some of it looks kind of weird. It seems like every punch in it is like backwards or something, you know, because it's kind of, yeah. it's got this weird, but, uh, yeah, I was telling you, that if it wasn't for the score, I think some of these fights would come off a little silly. But the fact that the score is so fucking good and so immersive, it kind of makes you believe what's happening. Because there are some... It, this, the choreography is uh, is really inventive and something that we haven't seen before. But at the same time, it can 
look a little silly. Yeah, some of it starts to look like uh, they're weightless, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And it looks like their punches aren't doesn't don't really have any gravity. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of looks like they're just whipping people. And the overall, it's really great. Um, I still don't quite understand. So like, I asked Sarah this after the movie. I guess I'll ask you. I think she had a pretty good plot summary. But what do you think? Ignore all the intricacies of time and, and reverse and all that. But what do you think the, the plot of the movie is at a basic level? The plot of the movie is main character discovers that the past is being targeted by the future for termination. The future is using operatives in the past to set up their plan into motion and a, a team must form uh, now to stop the threat from ever happening. That's kind of what I got. That's basically what Sarah got too. She was, it was almost not verbatim what you said, but basically uh, uh, um, an organization from the future um, hires some people from the past to, to prevent uh, the past from being erased by some Russian, um, I don't even know what you call him, villain. Yeah, he's like an arm, arms dealer, <laughs> time, yeah. time dealer. There you go. Mm. It's pretty cool stuff, man. Like he would, he became rich because the future uh, chose him because he was in Russia at the perfect time where this warhead blew up and they needed mm-hmm. these. They, they, apparently they need nuclear facilities to hide these devices, right? I guess because they're radioactive and those have the highest security. So, so they felt they were safest there. So they get this guy and they make him rich and they promise him all this stuff. And I like that kind of stuff where he's like got a, he's got a time capsule he buries and then it's instantly full of gold because, you know, the future got it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, man. Really yeah. interesting. Um, so we can talk about some of the some of the things we liked or didn't like. Uh, I'm sure we'll get more into plot in a minute. Oh, and like the discovery later on during the uh, movie, you discover that the 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 art heist kind of different than you originally so we kind of get the art heist twice yeah kind of re- rehashes it and then with a new angle the second time that blew my mind mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck well it's cool because in the first time it sets it sets up something that you know in the in the, in the original heist there are moments that happen that you kind of just go with and don't make sense for instance like when they're fighting the first time the guy he's fighting gets shot out of a garage door and you're like okay whatever that was weird and then an hour and a half later into the movie you see that again and the reason why and but you see it in a different angle in a different time and he's being blown into the garage into a fight i don't know it's so cool to see how he did that yeah and i literally when they revealed who that character was had a what the fuck moment i was like what the fuck it's like that's nuts i love it and then it plays the whole thing again from a different perspective. Like, dude, I don't, it's the same fucking scene. I don't care. It's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, Sarah and I called it a little early because you see Robert Patton, the first time you see Robert Pattinson take a mask off and then he has like a look on his face and then he lets the guy go. We were kind of yeah. like, that's probably them in the future kind of deal, but it ended up being the case, but it didn't detract from how great it was. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Um Elliot Robert, let's get to Robert. Robert was pretty awesome in this movie. Yeah, know. he's great. Loved his character. Uh thought he did really well. It's cool to see him do really well in a Christopher Nolan movie when he's about to play Batman. Yeah. It's like it's like, man, I'm I wish Christopher would just do more Batman movies. <laughs> right. Do three yeah, more, I've, man. I've been singing Robert's praises for a while i mean i haven't seen the twilight so i know that he's in those and people hate no, those movies. i remember i, I remember them, but... i remember when twilight came out you were like dude this guy this guy's something he's <laughs> <No>. got something <laughs> you were like you should see his abs glisten in the sun this guy's on it <laughs> no i'm trying to think what really i think it was a movie called good time it's like an indie an indie movie. The guys who did Uncut Gems, the Adam Sandler movie that came out yeah. recently, uh, they had a movie called Good Time um, that he's in. But yeah, then I just started kind of going down the rabbit hole of because he does a lot of good indie stuff. There's a movie he did called The Lighthouse, which I thought was great. Uh, there's another movie he did called High Life, which is a space movie, um, which is great. But anyways, uh, it was good to see him shine in a big budget movie. I feel like he hasn't done something really big budget in a while. Um, yeah, I thought he was great. <clears throat> yeah. He's been definitely sticking to that indie stuff. Um, so kind of weird to see him in this, but mm-hmm. really cool. I'm sure he just won. I don't know why he chose this, but it's a really cool script, I'm sure. Yeah. You read this bad boy and you're like, okay, this is different. Yeah, and it's Christopher Nolan. How do you how do you say no yeah. to that? <clears throat> yeah. And oh my God, watching the uh um the making of do this. Almost this whole movie is almost practical effects. I love it, and it looks so real and visceral because of it. Like every they're building third scale buildings, miniatures, full scale, cutting in all the footage together. Ah, oh, just everything looks so awesome. They're literally driving cars backwards. They're not reversing tape. Um, they did some of that to give some effects, but. They like reverse tra- uh, transmissions in cars and made them so that they could drive at full speed backwards. Uh, really, really cool shit. Yeah, I heard they their crew built the biggest set in film history. I don't know what it is. I didn't look into it because I was trying not to spoil myself. But I remember seeing a headline of like, it's Tenet the, builds the biggest set in film history type of deal. It's the mine. The last part where they, mm-hmm. they go down there and they have the gate and everything. Gotcha. That's the biggest one. It's like, it's like the sets here with that, that the door and the walkway, but then the other part, like the huge chasm and water and cave, like that's all built. Damn. Like it was crazy to see that. Um, anything else jump at you that you liked or disliked about it? Um, yeah, I guess we've talked a lot, a lot of the things that we liked um i can get to some things i didn't but just i guess some more bullet points of things that i liked you know even though i didn't fully grasp the story i think the movie's entertaining enough to where it was entertaining um but yeah i guess um some things i didn't like 
I think that the movie lacks any sort of like emotional core or like a um, any sort of like themes to grasp. You know, some of those movies are you know the greatest where you walk out and you're like, oh, they movie about love or hate or whatever <clears throat> a message you know the movie's trying to to give you uh i didn't feel emotionally connected to this movie at all i think this movie is just pure spectacle which isn't necessarily a bad thing but i think i would have liked a little bit more heart or more um more emphasis on something for me to grasp onto other than just crazy time stuff um what else? Do, 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 do. Oh, I think the movie's a little too long and too convoluted at points. I think it probably could have been shortened down a little bit. Um, and I think for better or for worse, this movie, like from the fucking, from minute one, from second one to the end, like this movie just goes. Like there's not a whole lot of breathing room. And to their credit, it makes for an entertaining two and a half hours. But I almost kind of wish the movie would slow down just a little bit, whether it's in the middle or the end, or just to give us some room to breathe to kind of grasp these concepts. Because, you know, the movie kind of like gives you these concepts, but then immediately moves on to the next thing and the next thing. And then they kind of slow down a little bit to give you more exposition. And then, oh, we're on to the next thing. It's like it's it's hard for us to grasp everything that's going on because everything is happening mm. so fast. So it would have been nice to kind of have the movie slow down just a little bit. Um, but at the same time, it's a fucking thrill ride from beginning to end. So yeah, I don't think you're, about that, but I don't think you're supposed to understand it. At least, probably not the first couple times. Uh, I mean, they say in the movie when they're trying to explain some of this stuff, she tells the the protagonist, "Don't try to under don't, don't try to understand this. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, just just know what it is. Don't try yeah. to understand it. It's like like the movie. Don't try to understand the plot. Just enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's a good just movie. Enjoy it. Yeah." <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought it was long at first because I couldn't watch it in one night. I was like, fuck, this thing is long. I'm going to have to go to bed. But then watching it again during the day, yeah, it breezes by because it's so brisk. I like the pacing. I I don't mind that there's no big emotional caveats in it. I kind of find that refreshing. I don't have to be like, oh, my God, I, you know, all this lovey-dovey or just emotional stuff. Uh, yeah. They they kind of try and do it a little bit with the 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 lady, the Russian arms dealer's wife. Oh yeah, she's kind of a throwaway character a little bit. And the uh, and the the child. I mean, during one thing, she's like, well, you don't. The whole time is about to be done, right? It's like they're not stopping the end of the world. They're stopping the end of like every world, every time ever, right? It's like it's bigger than like a nuclear holocaust is what they keep bringing up. Um, and then she founds out he was kind of lying to her. She's like, you don't care about me and you have no care about my son. I was like, mm-hmm. I was trying to keep trying to bring in the son. I was like, your son, it's like, lady, the whole world is going to fucking be gone mm-hmm. out of existence. And you're still worried about your son. I just thought it was a little ridiculous. It's like, yeah, we get it. You have a son. You keep trying to bring it up, and that's your motivation. But yeah, the motivation for the movie is a lot bigger than that. Mm-hmm. I liked her characters. I thought she was pretty cool. Kind of weird that she's so tall, though, right? They always make actresses seem shorter if they're tall. But this one, they even said in the special features, they're like, let's just go for it. Who cares? Yeah, it was. I noticed that the first scene together, 
they do the over the shoulder and like her shoulders of the top yeah. of the screen and his head's down here. And normally they, they put an actor in like an Apple box or something to kind yeah. of even it out. Yeah, get but your I shine that box. Was kind of silly, like that they didn't care about it. It's like, oh, she's tall and he's yeah. short. He is pretty short in comparison. I guess she's six three though. So mm. yeah, but uh, uh, I really, I guess going back to the things that I like, I love how this movie like sets a bunch of things up and they all pay off. Like that's one of my favorite things. I was going to bring that up too. And just in general, I love that. Even in just normal drama movies or action movies, that you know, when a screenwriter can. And set something up and then paid off later. Um, it makes me clap in my mind. But um, you know what I, you know what I loved, <clears throat> the new Star Wars movie where everything paid off. <laughs> it's like nothing oh. paid off in Star Wars. This movie, yeah. everything pays off. It was mm -hmm. awesome. All these callbacks, all these payoffs. Yeah, that those are really enjoyable. I wanted to mention those too. Yeah, it's like you know, in the beginning of the movie, they they kind of teach you or explain to you at a basic level, the idea of reverse objects. And then inversion. I think the, inversion and the first time you actually, cause you only see him kind of lift up a bullet or like have a bullet go back into the gun type of deal. So it kind of starts out basic. And then the first time you actually see it play out, he walks into this room and there's bullet holes and it's in this glass. And there's like, I think there's maybe blood on the floor or something. And you're like, huh? Yeah. And then ten seconds later, it pays off with like that event happening before he got in that room, playing out in reverse. Yeah. I don't know, it was really cool. Yeah, right. Mind fuck. Or like yeah. uh, even in um, even in the the second heist during the highway, where like we're in the middle of this crazy dramatic scene, the the villain's got a gun to the wife's head, and they're trying to do the exchange, and he looks forward, and there's a car tumbling. And you, you don't really know why it's tumbling or what the hell is going on. And then you don't really think about it. You're just, that was weird. And then 20 minutes later, you go back to that scene and realize that it's, that it's, I don't know, there's little cool payoffs like that. Yeah. Um, and then they, they, then they keep doing these thing where it's called this. I don't remember what it's called. A time maneuver where they send someone backwards in time and have a forwards in time person, you know, where they, like the bad yeah. guys did it, and then the good guys did it at the very end. They had like Team Red was going backwards or something. Team Blue was going forwards, and mm -hmm. they were like doubles, like the same person, but it's me going on a mission forwards, and then we have me going on a mission backwards at the same time. Yeah, it's weird. It is it was pretty cool to see how that played out, um, and it was pretty cool. Like during the briefing, like, well, who, who's the other team? Like somebody asks, and that's none of your business. And the other team is fucking them. Same yeah. exact, same exact group of people. And they make up these. They kind of have these weird rules they make up about going backwards in time, which I didn't mind, but I thought they were weird. Like, uh, you got to cover yourself up. If you touch your, you know, past self, you'll just explode or something. I think they mm -hmm. said it would cease to exist if you touch your other person. So that gives them a reason to have these some of these characters covered up and closed so you don't know who they are to later reveals mm -hmm. and, and then uh you need your own oxygen so i think that's another thing for them to have a differentiator of who's in actual time and who's you know from the future yeah because so, i have the oxygen mask it's like your lungs can't absorb the normal oxygen i was like why is the oxygen mm -hmm. different and i don't get what 
where they're getting oxygen. You have to have your own oxygen, right? So they have a tank. Is the tank from the future and it's inverted? Is that why they can breathe it? I just didn't quite get that. I don't know. I guess so, yeah. Because then you're going to run out of oxygen, right? You yeah. Bring back all this inverted-ass oxygen with you. <laughs> so I did, yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on. I mean, there's time travel <laughs> that's in there. Like, there's a time travel machine. And, like, that on top of this inverted technology where it's like, wait, what? I don't know. There's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, I, I kind of thought this movie was just going to be almost like a John Woo. Just the gimmick was things going backwards. Like, you're sucking up bullets into guns. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I did not realize it was a time travel movie, which makes me like it even more. Like, I love a good time travel tale um, that has good rules. You know, you stay within your own rules and it seems uh, plausible. They don't do them very often. They used to, I feel like they used to get into this time travel stuff a lot more in movies, but it is difficult to write. Um, you know, Terminator's a great one. Back to the Future, of course. Time Cop. Love that one. But yeah, they don't do it very much anymore. And I thought this was Looper. I thought was a very interesting way to do it. I thought this is a super interesting way to do it. Love some some time travel stuff. And this one yeah, did they, it pr pretty well. They do it in a really interesting like visual visuals with color with the time because like one one side of because there's the time machine, but it's in two at least the way they portray it. They're in two rooms. And one is almost always in like red and the other one is always in like a blue. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of a little cool visual, this red and blue of like who's in the past, who's in the future. Yeah. And it's like always like two versions. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not just like going back in time. It's like when you go back, you're, I think, cause then you're in the same room again. Yeah. So, oh, it's fucking weird. But uh, I've never seen anything like that. So it's super interesting compelling uh really liked it uh i was happy well, another thing uh i almost had one of those come on moments like at the very end i'm so glad they didn't do it but it's at the very end they just won the day and the, these the three heroes that are standing out in the sand and then one of them pulls or yanks the the stuff out of the protagonist's hands and puts a gun at him and i'm like are we really doing a double cross? Like I thought it was going to be <laughs> like they were working for the guy or whatever. Cause it kind of felt that way, you know? Yeah. I thought that Robert Pattinson was going to be bad. And there's going to be a double cross kind of deal. And luckily they didn't do that. And I was so happy. Cause I almost had that. I was like, come on, dude, this is so fucking stupid, but I'm so happy he didn't do that. <clears throat> yeah. That was a pretty good ending though. Cause I mean, they did mention earlier in the movie, if you see one of these things or something, you have to die. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the information is too precious. But that guy was actually being nice and letting them live and say, go hide your piece. I'll hide mine. If I ever see you, I will kill you. I'm supposed to do it right now. But uh, I'll Which I, didn't, I don't know if you know this, but that's kick ass. I thought he was great in this. I mean, he's a small role, but I thought he was great. Oh, is it? Well, yeah, it's kick ass. And the guy, I think he's in Godzilla, too. More like the ass Brian kicked. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kick ass. All right. Um, yeah, I did not notice that at all. Well, I don't know what else to talk about with this movie. Yeah, I think we'll be rewatching this movie many times. Or at least oh, yeah. some scenes. I wanted to mention that to you. Uh, it's a good point. You said you didn't love it. You didn't hate it. Um, I think you'll like it more moving yeah. forward. 
I like it. I watched it the first time. It was kind of meh on it. Watched it the second time and then watched the bonus features. And now I think mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah. After that, like I needed some time to marinate and I needed some more info on it. But now I think I, I really like it. That's what's kind of, I mean, it, it, it does, I will admit it does suck that we couldn't experience this on a massive screen. Cause I think I would have loved to see this on an IMAX screen. Cause it was, I think he made it for that purpose. Um, so it is kind of a bummer, but at the same time, it is cool that we have this movie just available. Cause you, can you imagine going to the theater and watching this and yeah. being like, fuck now I have to wait three months to rewatch and try to figure it out. Now we can just jump back into it. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the reviews might be less favorable for a theater release of this because, mm-hmm. because I didn't like it as much the first time I watched it. Yeah. You know, cause you walk out of the theater, like what the, I don't know if I really liked it. It was, it was okay movie. Mm-hmm. But now that we have it just at home and we can rewatch it and get questions answered and stuff, yeah, I think I like it more. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, could you imagine somebody walking out of the theater if you, the first time? And I could see people saying and telling their friends it wasn't that good. Yeah. Because the first time maybe it didn't lock you in. And I don't know why that is. Probably because there's just so much information coming at you. Mm-hmm. And the spectacle of it keeps you going, though. Because you're like, oh, it was yeah, pretty yeah. It was a pretty cool movie. I didn't get it. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like how we all felt after Inception. Only I think this is kind of magnified a little bit. But yeah. I mean, uh, to to even though I didn't understand probably a fraction of what this movie is trying to hand me, um, it was fun to like. Sarah and I were sitting on the couch as the credits were rolling, just kind of like piecing it together like it was just like even just talking about with you like it's it's one of those movies that's fun to kind of like see what other people got or like yeah it's always a good sign of a good movie when you can sit there and talk about it and talk about it definitely um so yeah i think it's another it's another hit for nolan Mm -hmm. i don't know time will tell where it ranks amongst his movies but yeah i think it's up there yeah but i don't think it's like top three but i think it's definitely up there <clears throat> but you know if i had to put a number on it one to ten right now i I probably have no problem giving this an eight mm-hmm. in my mind right now i really liked it it's up there it's uh you know definitely like a b like top tier of movies i wouldn't not um hesitate to to recommend this movie to a friend or anyone that i knew that liked this type of movie at all yeah i agree i think i'd probably give it the same um i think seven eh, or nine i think nine's a little too high but yeah me too <clears throat> but yeah i think eight's a good sweet spot for this and uh, yeah i would highly recommend it if you i mean if you haven't seen it yet and you're a christopher nolan fan you know rent it or buy it well i guess you can't rent it but do whatever you can to watch it it's fun Oh, are they not doing a, a rental thing? No, no, actually, that was my original plan. I was because, again, I didn't know if I wanted to own this movie because that mixed reviews thing I saw months ago kind of got me like, oh, do I want to? Because what if I hate it and I just spent $40 on this fucking Blu-ray um, or, or buying it? Anyways, my, my original intent was to rent it. And then if I really liked it, I was just going to buy it. But when I went on to, I think it was Xbox and Amazon that just said, buy uhd for 20 bucks or whatever there was no rental option mm. i was like well in that case if i have to buy it i'm not going to watch it on fucking amazon might as well just buy the disc i'm happy i did <clears throat> i hope you didn't pay 40 bucks for it uh it was either 
30 or 40. I don't remember which. It's probably okay. 30. I think it's 29.99. Good, good. I yeah, every time I buy a uh 4K Blu-ray, I, I do the old search the internet for the cheapest price. Mm-hmm. Typically Amazon. And then I just go <coughs> to my local Fred Meyer and price match it. And typically 29.99 is what I get them for. Yeah. Because the the MSRP on these things can be crazy sometimes for a 4K Blu-ray. 49, 39. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 30 bucks is pushing it for me to buy a movie, but I guess it is quite a bit. You get the Blu-ray, you get the 4K Blu-ray, you get a digital copy. Yeah. You know, actually has special features. Some movies don't do that. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty good, pretty good package for this one. Agreed. Uh, what is your favorite Nolan movie? Hmm. Probably, probably have to be Dark Knight, Dark or, Knight. In, or Inception, or this. I think these three probably yeah. rotate. But probably Dark Knight's number one. Yeah. But I, I do really like Inception. And I am starting to really like this movie more and more I think about it. Yeah, I definitely like, want to rewatch it again for sure. If not the whole thing, I want to watch rewatch probably the first 30 minutes with subtitles on because like i said it was so hard to understand and things are happening so fast like even when we talked about the beginning i think neither one of us mentioned that he was there to extract somebody but then he actually doesn't because when he gets back into the van the guy that his handler is like you brought the wrong guy and he shoots the other guy so I'm like what happened to the guy he was supposed to like it all happens so fast yeah, like, what right. the fuck even happened Good point. but um so yeah there's there's some scenes i want to rewatch again but yeah, I can't wait to dig back into it, watch some of the special features. and. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, Dark Knight being my favorite is kind of a kind of a lame pick. Kind of that, oh, of course you picked Dark Knight. But uh, I that's a thought, classic, man. <clears throat> I thought that number was, one for a reason. I thought that was an amazing film. And then it's a Batman film as well. Yeah. So it's just like two amazing things together. Never thought we'd get a Batman that was done so like uh, seriously as like as a movie, not a comic book movie. Like they made this as a, a movie, and it's just mm-hmm. oh, it's just the performances like of Fourth Heath in there is just amazing. Yeah, it's a good pick. The bats. Okay, <laughs> I think that's all we got, huh? Yeah, I think so. So you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Definitely recommend going checking it out. Uh, you got to buy it, apparently, though. So be yeah. prepared for that. But give it a shot. Trust me. I think you're going to like it even more. You see it. And um, definitely really cool spectacle movie. If you got a big TV and a sound system, this is like a one of those movies that you show your friends on it. You know, like, T, like Terminator used to be. Like T2 mm-hmm. for a long time was like the home theater like a show off piece you pop t2 on with the yeah and it was just like i remember that for the longest time that was like the the show off this is another one of those mm-hmm. uh, uh show your friends your sound system and your tv movie so you could have it for that and then it's a pretty good movie too mm-hmm. so definitely Word. definitely recommend um thank you guys watching and then of course i know you've all seen uh we started the the 
Facebook group for our Brian versus Brian. Uh, we wanted to do that so we could post some little updates and things like that that didn't require a full video. And then we could talk to you guys uh, more immediately and uh, then a YouTube video. So check that out. Uh, send it to your friends. Tell your friends about this show. Like and subscribe. Oh, and I just wanted to mention real quick that Van Damme video is still killing it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It's so crazy. It's, I, I, it's probably already hit 2,000 views. It was, well on, it was well on its way. I keep looking, thinking like, oh, a thousand. And then it's just more and more every time I look. Let me give you a real-time update here. 2,118. Damn, bro. Our last video had 34. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that was a legitimate view score. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the people that don't know, we made the, the Van Damme video. Check it out. And uh, it's our most popular video we've ever made. For reasons known and unknown to us, we got a we got a sneaking suspicion it's just Van Dam is that popular and people search his name and see our cool picture and click on it thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna get some Van Dam today. And then they see us talking and they quickly leave. <laughs> <laughs> but we got that view from you. Joke's on you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> we got that Brazil view. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> that was just still killing it. We gotta do another one like that. We gotta find a brainstorm something that will get that big just from the name and the picture right. and yeah. try and beat van damme uh so good it's gotta be like jackie chan or fucking uh yeah. schwarzenegger or yeah. stallone one of those kind of guys mm -hmm. yeah it would just be a clickbait mm -hmm. stallone stallone unreleased arnold fight <laughs> four million mm -hmm. views yeah so any so anyways Check that video out. That was a fun video. I liked the Van Damme. Video. Yeah, that was really fun. But, you know, I'm not stupid. I know it's not 2000 good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. That's super funny to me. It's gonna, it just keeps going. So we'll see you next week when it's at 3000. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. Uh, check out this movie. Definitely love to tenant. Uh, really good. I think we both agree that it's easily a solid eight uh maybe you could do a seven point something but it's in that range it's a very and that's a very good score so uh go check it out thanks for, for listening like always come check out all our videos and all that and uh really enjoy talking with each other and having you guys uh join us so that's really fun like we always said we'd hope something would become of this but even if it never did it's just super fun and take a take an hour each week to talk to you buddy and Yep. catch up so that's awesome agreed all right episode 20 tenant see you guys all right peace later